0: Welcome to the U.S. Fire Journal Podcast. We offer views and opinions on the fire service around the world with no topic too tough to handle. Visit us at usfirejournal.com for all your fire service information. Now, here's your host, Jay. Good afternoon and welcome into the podcast. I am Jay. Today is July the 1st. It's 2022 and I uh, got a few things I want to talk about today. Um, also, an announcement to make: I am going to be um, uh, doing a different podcast than this one. That's going to be tied to a, a specific geographical region of the country. This one will continue. In fact, you'll see this one a little more. Uh, but the other one's going to be a once-a-week podcast that I'm going to do in a specific for a specific geographical. Uh, region in the country. I've been reaching out to people, and the people have reached out to me. I've reached back out, and I think it's time we do that. So I'll be announcing the name of it in the coming, uh, at least a, a week from now. Actually, It'll be July eighth. I'll announce uh, the name of it and and all of that good stuff. Uh, tragic news uh, last week: uh, uh, a Virginia lieutenant died uh, during uh, swiftwater training and. You know, you, I hate to see any line of duty death, and, and that one was, was tough. Of course, we had the Philadelphia lieutenant who died in the line of duty as well. Um, I just want to make a comment about swift water. Um, I, I hear people who say, well, you know, I'm a good swimmer. It really doesn't matter, not in swift water. Oh, it helps to be a good swimmer. It does, in a, in a big way. But at the end of the day, just because you can swim doesn't mean you're gonna survive a swift water environment. I believe you go around the country, there are far too many departments that are jumping into water rescue without any real uh, codified um, training. You know, training that is, that is intense. I know the great swift water teams in, in this nation. They go to various parts of the country and train with some of the best. I was fortunate to be around one of the best swift water rescue teams in the country. Um, got to watch them. Massive respect for those folks. Uh, it's it's a heck of a job, and uh, you just don't go and 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 get into swift water and expect that. Oh well, you know, I dive in the ocean. It can't be any different. Beg to differ. And also the liability for departments that that don't engage in that high level training from established people. It can it can go off the rails for them. Again, this has nothing. To do with the with the lieutenant who died um uh experienced swimmer experienced swift water it just leads me into talking about it because i hear people say ha huh, you know it's not that big a deal yes it is moving water uh, is a different animal and just because you can do one thing doesn't mean you can do another you may be able to I'm not saying you can't but beware you know be aware of your surroundings and And beware uh, people who just want to jump in the water and start doing rescues. Typically, uh, doesn't end well for them. I wrote back in 2008, 2009. um, I was interviewed uh, for an article about social media, which was coming coming up then. It was coming to the forefront, and then I wrote an article later on about it. And I thought, you know, it would be a good time to to uh, to rant on social media and, and I got a couple of points I want to make first of all I'm not one of those people who says all social media is bad that's absolutely garbage social media has has made many positive impacts it's made an equal number however of, of disasters people losing their jobs uh, people losing their lives misinformation disinformation um, so while there are lots of positives, there are plenty of negatives. And what I hear all the time, and, and I see it written online and elsewhere, is, you know, it's my right to have a social media account. Have at it. You know, it, it, have at it. Do what you got to do. Um, but it's also a department's uh, responsibility and duty uh, to protect the department, to protect the city or county or state. And I just don't um, give much sympathy to people who do stupid things or say stupid things on social media and then expect to be bailed out by their department. I don't, I'm not one of those people. I'm also part of a large group, uh, and some people don't get out of their chosen region, so they don't know what's going on in the real world. I, I don't believe that, that, uh, that, uh, A social media presence um, is a negative thing, but I do believe it can become negative quickly. Sparring on social media between people is like wrestling a pig. Everybody's going to get dirty. Sparring between agencies uh, happen anywhere. Um, It is, to me... An absolute sign uh, it's, it's unprofessional there's no other way to term it there, there really isn't here's the thing that's great about being part of a great department great city state county whatever the case is you have official responses to things official responses when people in a department doesn't matter where when they decide they want to snipe at other people and that sniping includes officials of any department then the people who lose are the people who are doing the sniping it's a lose-lose situation maybe they don't lose that minute maybe it takes an hour a day a month six months a year but they lose you see most people are far braver When they're sitting behind the screen of a phone or sitting at a desk with a computer or on a couch with an iPad or whatever the case may be. It's very easy to be brave. It's very easy to type out words. It's extremely easy. In fact, we see it every day. We have uh, an absolute overload of of cowards around the world who sit behind uh, screen names and so on and so forth. You know, those types of things because they never have to go face anybody. This is why, when it comes to employment, to your chosen profession, firefighting, it's never wise to engage in that. Sure, you can, but eventually you'll face the consequences of it. But it's worse when you get somebody, anybody, who's in a a more senior position. Chief, assistant chief, deputy chief, division chief, district chief, chief this, chief that, captain, lieutenant, any of those. Because here's the bottom line, when somebody is talking out of school, so you get somebody who's a captain or a chief, you know, some level of chief, and they're on their Facebook account and they're commenting on issues related to the department or a neighboring department or the state department or whomever, no matter what, people associate that person with that philosophy, that command philosophy in that department. It's the way the world works. So people get tattooed with it. And in many cases, it's entirely preventable. I am 100% for a robust social media policy. It protects people's jobs. Sure, also protects the city's interest. And you see, here's the beauty of it. If you have warring agencies like we've seen in, in New York or. Uh, We've certainly seen it there or any other place. Official responses come from officials who are held responsible. It, It streamlines the message into one message. And it's always tempting to get involved in things like that. But I have told people around me for the last 15 years, don't play that game. The only people who win at that game are the people who keep it professional with official responses. And I hear it all the time. I, and this is what I hear. I hear the, uh, a set of the phone, well, I'm sick of what they're saying. Who cares? Nobody cares. No one. Um, you know, well, um, it's our right. Have at it. But when you lose your job, when you anger politicians, when you anger people that you don't know you've angered in your own chain of command, well, what are you going to do then? Is it worth it? Understand, I'm not talking about life and death issues here. I'm not talking about grotesque safety violations or people's lives being put at risk for something stupid, like maybe being forced to jump out of an airplane without a parachute. By all means, scream and shout. That's different. It is. But, if you're sniping at people, you know, one time I had a guy tell me, I'm trying trying to defend our honor. Friend, there's no honor online. You lose. And you should lose. Because you got tempted into doing something that's idiotic. That's the bottom line. The professionals... This is legit. The pros, they sit back and they watch it. They wait for people to make mistakes because that's what people do. Look. there's the pretend world and then there's the real world. In the pretend world, there are no complications from anything you say on life in the, uh, on, online, I should say. In the real world, there are massive complications from it. And most people, when they step in it, Unfortunately, they're going to lose. might not be visible, but they're going to lose. Sometimes it's very visible because they lost. So ask yourself, why are you doing it? It's almost always a retaliatory thing, at least in the eyes of the person who's sniping at someone else. It also almost always is a small subset of people, the same people over and over. That's unfortunate too. I've been in a situation where for years uh, we sniped us and other departments, both in the media, in the streets, and elsewhere. And I can tell you, nobody wins, nobody. People lose their jobs. They lose their livelihoods. They can't find a job after that. Not in the fire service. So again, is it worth it? No. The bottom line is most people don't care. But when it's brought up, and you're a part of it, you lose. So read if you must. Most of that stuff, look, online... Is false bravado. It's what it is. Here's the bottom line: what you read most of the time, it's you know, if it's written in haste on on one of those great media sites, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever, um, Instagram, even most of it's false. It really is. Um, and even if it's true, the truth doesn't get a chance. To leave the bedroom before the lies have infected not the house but the neighborhood is it worth it here's my thing if you're a pro you do the pro thing if it's bad enough then a the department can craft an official response which should come from the person designated to speak on behalf of the department sometimes it's a public information officer Sometimes it's another member of the command staff. Sometimes it's the fire chief. Oftentimes it's a member of the uh, city administration, town administration, county administration, whatever it is. Keep it official. Nobody wins when people get down and wrestle with pigs. You're just not going to win. You're going to come out just as dirty as everybody else. The pro move, keep it to yourself. Talk about it among your friends. Talk about it to other people, whatever you gotta do. But everybody, and this is where people make their mistake, everybody has to remember that people associate your comments, whether you like it or not, with your department. Well, that must be the official response. I mean, so-and-so works for the city, county, state, feds. It must be official. And I, I can hear people out there, no, that's not true. It doesn't matter. Here's the thing about media. It's not necessarily what happens or what is said, it's the appearance of it. Perception is reality when you start doing things like this. It's just not smart. A robust social media policy often helps it. That way, when people decide, you know what, I'm gonna do it anyway, okay, well, you can do it from home. You can do it from your next job. And good luck with that. I recall, you uh, know, three, four months ago, I was talking with a person on on the phone uh, from a, a state that I used to live in, and uh, he said, I might as well just quit and go work for him. He mentioned a major aircraft manufacturer. He said, I might as well just go work for them, been offered a job there, and at least I can say what I want. And I looked at him, and I said, are you nuts? I said, do you really think this major aircraft manufacturer uh, company is going to allow you to say what you want online without any repercussions? That's not the way the world works. I realize that's what you might see on TV. It is. Law and Order or some other ridiculous show that, oh, we we're going to defend in the right. No, this is reality. The reality is you probably have a mortgage, probably have kids or a spouse or whatever the case may be. Keep those things in mind. It's not about running scared. I'm not about that. I speak up on things that I think are important, as do most people. But the bottom line is, you have to own what you say. You do. And owning it is something that a lot of people who comment online don't realize. They'll make comments, and then you know, they, have, they want to walk them back. Well, what I meant to say, doesn't matter then. It's too late. Tweet, put a post up, Whatever it is, again, very easy. Getting the dark stain off of your career, tough, very tough. Don't be a dummy. Also today, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, mid-mount platforms and uh, versus uh, uh, a standard, you know, tower. And uh, I received a call the other day uh, from a guy, and he's he loves the. Towers, he loves the buckets. Um, he thinks that anything hanging off the back is an obstruction. And you know, I didn't have time to go into it with him, but I told him I'd address it in the next podcast. Here's the thing about um, uh, about a mid mount with something hanging off the back. It is true. Um, you either gonna have something hanging off the front or off the back if you want a tower. If you want a stable platform, that's life. It is my contention, and I think the sales of mid mounts are showing it, that mid mounts, when constructed properly, and there are several manufacturers that do it really well, they are more, far more maneuverable than hanging a platform, you know, a bucket off the front of your, your vehicle. I'm not knocking a platform hanging off the front of the vehicle. I'm not knocking it at all. You use what you have. That's the way it works. But I don't also want to, you know, I also want to answer those people who say, yeah, but Uh, there's no but about it. Typically, the mid mounts and again, the sales are are skyrocketing of these things. Um, And for a good reason. And anywhere you have tight streets, it can help you. Um, You know. If you're out in the country, you need an aerial truck, you want a platform, sure, hang it off the front. And I'm not saying that they're not not—they're not capable. They are capable units. They are. But don't besmirch another one just to try to make yours look good because that's not the case. The bottom line is um, you pay a price no matter what vehicle you get, either in the amount of weight, reach, um, you know, uh, not just... Not just uh, climbing, but but if you got to do something below grade, you know there there's sacrifices no matter what aerial device you choose to take or or purchase. Uh, but there are enough positives and negatives that we don't have to confuse the two. And uh, lots of great manufacturers out there building fire apparatus, and and the aerials are are a good example of of a lot of uh, uh, professional engineers, designers getting together with firefighters. And uh, building trucks that can be utilized based on what you need. And uh, hey, bottom line, better to have a truck than no truck. That's the bottom line. That's going to do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. And until then, stay safe.